love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fits show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F.I.T. with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fit Show Radio Hub for Friday, April 27th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to my professional broadcast. Oh, oh hang on. Somebody just sent me a text message. Oh, Yes. It's time to start the show. All right, I know. I guess, there, yeah, we're here. I guess somebody thought we are going to be late today. Uh, there's Drew and Tanner. My wife is chilling. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Let's flush the format. We can start here. This is the Fit Show. Come on, P1s. Get ready. Flushing the format. Friday. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Yeah. Welcome to the weekend. It's the fix. Yeah. Oh, sexy girlfriend. Feel alive, everybody. Sir Fitz a lot mixing it up. Right foot, two stumps. Left foot, two stumps. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Crisscross. Crisscross. Cha cha, real smooth. Let's go to work. This is Dan Seals and Bob. This used to be my favorite song when I was little. This is the first uh, uh, pop country song there ever was. You baby till the break of dawn. I won't get bop. You baby all night long. Oh, check out that saxophone. Got a little saxophone. What? A little sexy saxophone. Life. Touching me. Some indeed. Touching you. Here we go, everybody. Sweet Caroline. Da, da, da. Good times never seem so good. So good. So good. So good. Happy inclined. Da, da, da. To believe there never was a nil diamond. You got that sun tan skirt. I do. Waiting on you to look my way and steal your little hot self over here. Girl, hand me another beer. Yeah. All the other boys want to line you up. 
Thank you. Loved it. Mixed up by Sir Fitz a lot. I liked it. <laughs> Good stuff on that one. The format has been flushed. It happens live. And now, the Fitz Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, of course. Welcome, everybody. There's Drew and Tanner, the millennial. My wife chilling with us. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Hey, Fitz, Yo. you, you really need to take this call. We're about to do the What Are You Kidding Me story. I know, but they're saying it's POTUS. They're saying it's the president. The president of the United, United States? States? Yeah. What? I think you should take it. You got to mm. take it. You want me to take the red line right now? Take it now. Yes, Mr. President. How's the situation in Russia? Well, I can't tell you that right now because I'm about to get into the, uh, the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. All right? And but- we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman standing by. Uh, of course, out of the University of Utah. Is this the wussification of America? You might see if we have some audio for this. What Are You Kidding Me audio. Ladies and gentlemen, at the University of Utah right now, there is a cry closet in the library. Oh, no. no. Come on. And students who are stressed out can pop into the closet to cuddle with some stuffed animals and cry it out. Gross. Gross. When the rest of the world finds out about this, we're ruined. Well, they're, they're, they're finding out now because this, because of this. You There's always a disgusting yeah. person that's going to go in the cry closet and do things you shouldn't be doing in the cry closet. <laughs> you think so? And there's stuffed animals in there. That's gross. Uh, no one wants to go lay on your dirty stuffed animals. Speak for yourself, woman. Disgusting. <laughs> you don't know where those stuffed animals have been. You don't know what those stuffed animals have seen. Go cry in your car. <laughs> we My really God, li- listen to the anger you guys have for people who want to go cry yeah, in the cry we've closet. Got to I'm stop just telling you it's dirty. To the world. Yeah, you guys are full of some anger and venom. I right? have zero anger. I actually wish I had a cry closet when I was in college. You just cause... need to go in that thing with a black light is what I'm saying. Oh! <laughs> Bad idea. Um, okay. Do we have audio? Uh-uh. Okay. That's, a, that's, a good... that's the audio. <laughs> All right. Page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, stand by for a special consumer watch. YPT. Yes. Yoga pant takeover. I said this a long time ago. I predicted years ago I was the only one in North America. Yes, I think you I'm were the a, only one. I think I'm in a magazine for it where I, they, they coined me by saying yoga pants are going to take over. That's all anybody wears what now. Magazine? So, huh? What magazine? Yoga pants quarterly? <laughs> no, it's yoga pants weekly, man. What's up with it? Anyway, uh, they follow me on Instagram. Because I, I told them, I said, my wife wears yoga pants every single day. Isn't that right, Bethany? That's a lie. No one will believe you. Everybody's going to believe that. I can't confirm it because mm-hmm. that would be a little awkward. Well, check this yeah. out. Maybe this could be awkward because uh, somebody just created crotchless yoga pants. That's... Huh? I mean, I don't know why you'd need those. Well, there's all sorts of various... I mean, people do different yoga. Yeah. A lot of people do yoga with animals. Maybe some people Whoa, might... Oh, this is no, getting in a two But what I'm saying is maybe... No, no, you've seen those videos on Instagram of like goat yoga yeah. and yoga by the ocean. Maybe somebody has a thing for 
crotchless yoga. I would love to use these for hot yoga. <laughs> oh, no. You definitely wouldn't want those in hot yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, everybody's got their thing, right? I guess so. All right. It's a little I, awkward. They probably wouldn't let you walk around uh, Whole Foods wearing those, though. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> That's how you get arrested. <laughs> And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day. Breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his voice is dubbed and he does all his own sound effects. Fitz Happens Live. This is The Fit Show. Fitz Happens Live. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I just noticed... I always have to stop for the hey, hey, because you got to do that weird little dance thing. Oh, yeah, get ready for the. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we're going to do? Friday ad lib. Oh, boy. Hey, hey, three, done. Hey, hey, you know it's Friday. No. We got a break ahead of us, and it's going our way. Drew. Friday, we like the weekends hot, we like the weekends cold, we like the weekdays not. Consider <laughs> Friday's here. Play yeah. it loud. What? The fit shows on your radio and turn it up loud. Bethany. <laughs> that was so not cool. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, welcome to the Friday show. My name is Fitz. Nice to meet you. There's my buddy Drew, and there's Tanner, and uh, that's the mouth from the South. If you're a parent, wherever you are right now, if you could hear my voice, check this out. Does everybody know um, the term helicopter parent? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, apparently, it's where you overparent your children. Mm-hmm. Don't let them make mistakes or figure stuff out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now, apparently, the original helicopter parents, baby boomers, are at it again. This new term is called helicopter children. And instead of trying to control your kids every single move, basically you do it with your parents. You do this with your elderly parents. I see this. I hear about this all the time because my mom is a social worker at a nursing home. Okay. And so she deals with the kids and the parents directly. And she tells me some stories of some crazy kids. Crazy helicopter children. Oh, yeah. That's monitoring every single thing that they do and is really overbearing. Yeah, but you know what? Let me say this. If you put your parents in a home, and if your parents are in a home and you're paying for it, you deserve to know absolutely every detail what's happening to your mother oh, or I, your father. I agree with you, but... What's but up I with think, that? I think they're talking... I think this helicopter <laughs> helicopter no. parenting is where you're not letting the parent do things that... You're I trying think to tell parent- me I can't check on my mama. <laughs> <laughs> your mama's not in a retirement home. Oh, if she don't watch it, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> I just think again, though... Uh, I don't know. I, you know, somebody said to me a long time ago, when it comes to your parents, you know, it's it's interesting how you watch your parents age and how mm-hmm. things change and how ev- it, she said to me, you know, eventually the parent turns into the child mm-hmm. and Maybe, the child turns I into think, the parent. I think that's true. But I think this is uh, more of a situation where probably the parents are able-bodied or mm-hmm. are able to, even, even in the home, to go out and do things and have little experiences and little shopping trips and whatever. And who knows? They might be like, listen, I don't want mom eating pudding past four o'clock because yeah. she blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, well, if she wants to eat pudding, she's 
a grown woman. <laughs> you know, like maybe that's the kind of helicopter. There's also some situations children. where the uh, the kids sometimes take advantage of the parent, like you know, the 70s and 80s, where you know, a lot of cases these parents can be pretty independent, but the kids are like, no, I need to handle your finances and your medication. And I'm selling your home. And I'm going to sell your house. Sorry. And you're moving. You're going to Rolling Meadows, Mama. <laughs> you're that's in a so trailer sad. out back. <laughs> <laughs> you get water. That's a plus. By the way, I expect rent on the 1st of 15. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, Amazon. Check it out. Continuing to take over the world. They just announced a brand new Echo Dot Kids edition that basically acts like a virtual babysitter. And if your kid says, I'm bored, apparently this little robot assistant entertains them. So you don't have to. It does stuff like read books, plays music, music they want based off their personality. There's even an option where it won't respond unless they say, please first. It starts shipping on May 9th, cost 80 bucks, and that comes in a kid-friendly case. So apparently this thing is harder for kids to break. And you also get a year of something called Free Time Unlimited, which lets you access more stuff. That's cool. Amazon's new Echo Dot for kids. I don't know. Bethany, by the way, that's my wife, everybody. We always talk about, like, man, I wish that... We had more battery in the iPad. or Oh, I don't. Sounds like a good option. No. Yeah. You don't have to recharge that Disagree. Thing. Disagree. What? Because I think we are totally, I think we are producing as a, as a, as a, you know, an actual species. I think we're producing more people that are antisocial and that are less socially acceptable because they are being, well, now we're even going to a robot parenting your kids. Oh, Robo nanny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like, no, this Robo is not dad. This is not the way that we should be going. Because people yeah. are, it's going to be used, it's not going to be something that's used for an hour. It's going to be something that they put in front of their kids for yeah, eight but hours. it won't respond unless the kid says, please. I don't care. <laughs> please neglect me. Yeah. This technology is teaching kids manners. But not this enough. could be the best thing ever. If you yeah. want a robot to parent your child, then just don't have kids. Yeah. I mean, that's just... I mean, on that's me being honest. Drew, choose your news. Wow, shocking announcement out of Ford Motor Company just the other day. They came out and said they are going to discontinue all of their cars in the U.S. Wow. Except the Ford Mustang and the Focus, what they're calling the Focus Active. Which, Probably something good on gas. Uh, they described, The way they describe it, it sounds like a crossover. And the reason they're doing this is about 90% of their portfolio now is trucks and SUVs. That's what Americans are buying. So they're just going to stop making. That means the Taurus is gone. That means the uh, Fiesta line, gone. They're, they're not making oh, any more. See? Just the Mustang I, and the Focus Active. Yeah, you know, it's going to make my neighbor with the Prius really mad that there's going to be more trucks on the road. Everybody wants trucks. Everyone said that. So again, that's what you're saying. Everybody wants SUVs. Everyone is buying. The market wow. is buying SUVs, trucks, crossovers. That's it. All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Facebook. Despite the delete Facebook movement, it looks like Facebook is actually bouncing back better than ever because U.S. users are logging in as much as ever. There's 187 million U.S. Facebook users. Now, I wonder if this is this true or is this like a huge PR campaign? Like, everything is great. They're, it's bigger and better they than buy ever. buy new users? Right. Is I that responsible for the uptick? 
I wouldn't be uh, surprised if people didn't say, wow, there's all this news about Facebook and how bad it is. Let's get on Facebook and get the news. Yeah. Right? That's where people get their info now. Right. Most so, during the huge scandal that Facebook had with Cambridge Analytica, I was actually going on Facebook to read about Facebook's controversy. <laughs> there you go, right there. All right, there you go. Choose your news. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome to Friday. Yeah, we brought our little Boston Terrier in, yeah. into work today. She's Susie Lou Snuffleupagus. My, my wife is chilling with us today on the radio. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. And uh, What's up, Drew? What's going on? What's up, Tanner, the millennial? Hey, man. Uh, my mother-in-law apparently said to my wife not too long ago, she goes, uh, because my mother-in-law is visiting right now, she goes, oh, my God, what's going on with Susie? She's got so fat. <laughs> She's a little obese, Boston. <laughs> and I feel bad because I've been you know, trying to get her on her, uh, her walks, been mm-hmm. trying to get her in a little training regimen oh, Lord. for the dog show. You're, no, you're not. Oh, yeah, dog I think so. show. She can't yeah. be in a dog show. Do why? you know why? Why? Because she has a little speck of blue in her eye. But, but, but she could still do the like the agility course where they run through the pipe and they <laughs> like, run up the ramp. What is that like from pedigree? Can't she really yeah. still do that? <laughs> I guess. Isn't that like a commercial? Or, will they not let her do that if she's got a little blue speck in they her eye? They will not. You cannot. Because she's not pure. She can't jump across the little parrot thing. Her b- <laughs> or whatever that is. Her breed in dog shows, they're very particular. I mean, you've seen the show, the, the Best in Show movie, right? Mm-hmm. They are well, crazy serious. I'll get out there in the middle of the dog show and lift her up like... Mufasa did. Drew, do you ever bring Ace to the dog park? Yeah. Um, we haven't taken him to like an open dog park because we're a little worried. He he gets really excited. Like he loves playing with bigger dogs. I take him to my friend's house. They have three big dogs, and he loves yeah. playing with them. You know, it's interesting. Uh, when we took our little dog to go play with some dogs the other day, for some reason, she started uh, at the same time. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. She started foaming in, at the mouth and pooping at the same time. Like she was so excited to be around these particular dogs. And I was like, people are what like, is up with these dogs? Your dog sounds like she has rabies. <laughs> I don't think people are excited about their dogs being around your dog at that point. Rabies and dysentery. Yeah. That's just, why they want to allow her at the dog show. Well, I was just wondering if she was you know, imitating me from last Saturday night. But, and that was a bad party, but anyway. I, I I don't know. Uh, I guess if it, what's it what's the best way to help your dog lose weight other than diet and exercise? Take him to the dog park. <laughs> she runs all hey, the time. Doggy lipo. I'm the only one who uh, you are not pretty much does anything with our dog. Park. No, I take her on walks every day. Can you like you have taken her on walks since you're going to go on this high horse? You have taken her on walks for the last two days. <laughs> I've been committed. Can, I'm, can, star- I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting a, a schedule. Can you take dogs to like the McDonald's Playland? No, you no, can't. No. no. Uh-uh. Why would you even say that? Well, I saw that when I was growing up. You saw people bringing their dogs inside the boy, jumping the bubbles with the kids or well, the balls? Well, they'd go Ooh. up the little, like, crawl thing and stuff yeah. like that, but I, think I guess the dog park works, too. Good old walk. Spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Drew, you've been saying you've been doing that more with your dog. Yeah, I've been trying to take him on more walks. It's harder to get me motivated. He's excited every time. All you got to do is... Like gesture towards the door, and he's freaking. They look forward to those walks, you guys. Yeah, he really does. Uh, more than anything, because they get out there and they get their smells. That's why they're excited to go on their walks, because they get their smells for the day. I so, just wish I was as, as excited to go on the walk. Yeah. Well, you get your smells. I get need it smell. more than him. <laughs> of course, it'd be smells. a problem if you actually went around your neighborhood smelling people's butts. <laughs> 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 he's hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. 
The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Real quick, you guys. I'm going to check my my social media real quick. Is your my social answer. media on paper? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Dang. Burns. Yeah, that hurts. Those iPads are thin nowadays. No, I just get a... All right, so send me a message right now. There we go. Facebook.com slash follow fit. Facebook.com slash follow fit. And, you, and also, you can find me on the Instagram, too. Yeah. Uh, just what, How do they do that so that we could see their messages right now? All they have to do is launch Hello. Instagram, search for follow fits, and give you a follow. Hey, Jan, what's up? Thank you. Oh, Monica, you are so sweet. Fitz, listen to you right now. I love your show. Follow you every single day on the Facebook. Thank you. Eric, P1D1, thank you so much. Send me a message right now while uh, uh, my buddy Drew over here gets to the reality check. Again, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Bethany, what's coming up with the Fitz files? Blake Shelton yes. is calling Miranda Lambert out on okay. Twitter. I mean, it's it's pretty. The buzz is going. It's going. And we're going to tell you all about it coming up. Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. Yesterday afternoon, a Pennsylvania jury found Bill Cosby guilty on all three accounts levied against him in the particular case of Andrea Constrand. Now, this was the retrial from an earlier case uh, that the jury was deadlocked in. Now, all three of these counts can hold a mandatory minimum of 10 years for each count, so he could be facing 30 years in prison. At the trial, the prosecutor asked for his $1 million bail Mm -hmm. to be revoked, calling him a flight risk, saying he owns an airplane. To that, Cosby shouted... I don't own an airplane, you, you blank, blank. Across yep. the wow. courtroom, the judge wow. calmed it down. The judge said he's not a flight risk, but he is going to have to surrender his passport and stay at his nearby house. Now, you said something earlier that that, that Bill Cosby could be one of the nation's... Yeah, a lot of people are saying he could be the most, most prolific sexual assaulter in the history of the U.S. Like a, because like a... he had an opportunity to do this for about 50 years. And he had oh the power and the notoriety. And the to, money to, to, to make that happen. Make things well, go away, just, keep people quiet. Yeah. Pretty much scared. say what this was. This was a serial He's a rapist. Yeah. He's a sicko. Right. Right. Yeah. And he should be put away. Uh, and of course, his team says they will appeal the decision. But this also, once they find him guilty in one case, it really... Kind of greases the, the wheels of the yeah. law to sets the precedent. Get some of these other cases mm-hmm. moving along. Good. Yeah, right. so we could see more from him. Keep us updated on that, okay? Definitely will. Yeah. In other breaking news, Mike Pompeo was confirmed by the Senate yesterday in a vote of fifty-seven to forty-two. He will, in fact, be our next Secretary of State. Now, uh, we were pretty sure he was going to be confirmed. You know, he was the former head of the CIA, but he was confirmed by the narrowest margin. Uh, in several years, he's the first Secretary of State to be confirmed with less than 85 votes since the Carter administration. So it's wow. been a long time since there's been this much sort of will we won't we you know dissent in in the Senate about somebody. It's kind of tough to make it through the you know <laughs> the, the Congress you know get, getting in front of them right now. Yeah. yeah uh, what what are they doing with the doctor? They're calling him Candyman. What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, Jackson, I think. Yeah. Apparently, you know, they're wanting him to. Head. Well, he's he's withdrawn. They're wanting he, him. He's pulled out his right. his name from the from the running. Yeah, because he saw what he was going to have to go through. Yeah, it's a crazy time Woo! to be a politician, right? Yeah, now, it is. Man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh my. What else you got, Drew? Well, the 
scourge of romaine lettuce continues. There have been more confirmed cases. The total confirmed cases of E. coli poisoning are up to 84, and 42 of those have required hospitalization. This is... Man. Yeah, all of the romaine lettuce from a particular valley in Arizona, where about 80% of America's winter lettuce is grown... Uh, is in the infected category. So they're they're saying, if you have romaine, throw it out. Do not order lettuce salads with romaine anywhere. Just It's got to be... Most restaurants have taken it off the menu right now. Oh, man, um, I just ate become, a salad yesterday. Yeah, it's a health crisis. So stay really away. Is. I can't even... You know, uh, what do they call the, the salad things? The big one? the Like the wedge? Yeah. I used to walk around the yard and I'd take off a little leaf and... You know what I mean? Just run through the yard and put the little leaf over the front and the back with well, the lettuce. It, oh. <laughs> and now I can't even do that anymore. Yeah, it's a really good idea right now, no matter what, whether it's vegetables, lettuce, anything. Just make sure you're washing all of your produce very, sure. very thoroughly before consuming it. There you go. You got the Friday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. Fit show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Welcome to Friday. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Everybody good? You're looking good? Y'all feeling good? Feeling like Friday. Yes. Yeah. Some of you are, are looking good. Some of you aren't looking that good. Hopefully, feel you're, like feeling, hopefully you're feeling good. I feel like I don't look good or feel good. Well, well that's got to change. Let's change yeah. it. Because I'm going to tell you something that's trending right now is Star Wars. They just announced a brand new Star Wars animated series. Have you heard about this? Yeah, they've done an animated series before, but they're going to make a new kind of... Uh, TV series about it. Then why is it trending? Why is everybody talking about it? Well, I mean... Because the- this is the new era of Star Wars. Oh, so okay. now they're telling the new version. Because remember when Disney bought Star Wars, they, they sort of reset the entire timeline. Okay. So now this stuff tells the greater part of the story. Thank you so much for explaining that because I it, it's still confusing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. We're talking, about- <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Star Wars. No yeah. big deal. Animated Star Wars. I was already yeah. out on animated <laughs> We're, we're just talking about cartoon Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my wife is hanging and chilling with us. Hope you don't mind. You know, we're that husband and wife uh, people chatting on the radio. We're that <laughs> duo. Uh, so anyway, thanks for hanging out with us and just coming in and playing on the radio with us. Yes, I love. I love it. It's good times. Uh, what, what you got for us? Okay, so the good. I'm super pumped about this. Um, Nickelodeon is reviving Double Dare. Do you remember what? that show? Well, that's the greatest show With ever. Mark Summers? Yes. yes. I well, remember when it started, because yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the show is. Oh, my oh, gosh. Double Dare. They had, it's kind of like, it's it's like, like the kids' version of Fear Factor. Oh, well, kind of, except that it does have some trivia in it and okay. some physical challenges that you have to do. Is this the show with the slime? No. Kind of. You, you do yeah, get there slimed. Is there is yeah. slime. I but hope it's they bring not, back the one where you got to fix a not, giant nose. It's Remember not that? you can't do that on television. Uh, yes. Okay. I was going to say, that please don't con- confuse yeah. that with you can't do that on television. Anyway, do we have a promo for that? Yeah. yeah. Who invented the telephone? How often is a leap year? What do hobbits like to eat most of all? We dare them. Double dare them. Physical challenge. Oh, my God. The physical challenge is back. <laughs> So you guys are all excited about this, yeah, but dude. you're not excited about an animated Star Wars? No, this, this is, is like, what's wrong this is with like the world. my childhood. To us, this is like Full House coming back. Yes! 
We it's all know ex- how that went. Yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> it's that exciting. All right, Bethany, what else is going on? Hey, you know what? Fuller House is doing quite well on Netflix. Thank you very it much. It really it's is. awful. Yeah, it's doing because very you well. Because don't, you don't value what Full House uh, uh, brought to a generation. Man, I, do. I grew up watching Full House on Nick and Knight. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Whatever happened to predictability? The Milkman, the, the Paperboy, paper the Evening TV. That's right, man. What's up, Uncle Jesse? All right, go ahead. Okay, so the bad. <laughs> talking about Blake Shelton here. Uh-oh. All yeah. right. Now, Blake Shelton posted a tweet a about taking the high road and, quote, karma. And everyone believes it's a subtle dig at Miss Miranda Lambert. What we're talking about about? is Miranda is dating Evan Felker of the Turnpike Troubadours. One problem. He's married. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, so this is what Blake said, okay? Yeah, here we go. Been taking the high road for a long time. I almost gave up, but I can finally see something on the horizon up there. Wait, could it be? Yep, it's karma. Hmm. I don't know what that really means. Uh, she's see, not well, the person that was. If he was cheated on in the relationship by her, then it seems like karma would be her getting cheated on. Nobody knows. But yeah, no nobody one really knows. knows what went down. So no one oh, knows. Oh, unless unless he's saying it's karmic re- retribution because now she's with the guy who's married. Like she was married when she cheated. If that's what he's saying, and now she's the other woman. Maybe. Oh my god, I'm Maybe. gonna be. Um, my mind's gonna be blown all weekend because of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bethy, what else is going on? The gossip. Remember Charlie Rose. He was that news go- one of those really old news guys, and he was taken down by the Me Too movement. And he's looking for redemption now. He's actually shopping a show around where he interviews other guys who got caught mistreating women like Matt Lauer and Louis C.K. and oh all that kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't think that's a good this idea. seems like a really dangerous move. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. There you go. They got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is Why Today Doesn't Suck. That is right. You better know that's right for Friday, April 27th, 2018. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Even now, and you know, today's radio, even replay listeners and, and podcast replay listeners. What's up? Hello. <laughs> I am talking to you from the future. Although, or the past. Or the past. Right? Yes. Yeah. Through time. Through time. <laughs> and the great continuum. I think you make a great Marty McFly. Oh, I would. <gasps> Speaking of, I saw a DeLorean the other day. Really? I, like, Yeah, but it was a good looking DeLorean, which is the car that was in Back to the Future. But it, it was like a really amazing DeLorean in great condition, which yeah. is rare. I know a place that uh, restores them, sells parts for them, so you'll drive by this parking lot and there's 20 of them out there. It's really weird. No kidding. Yeah. Alright. Celebrity birthdays today. Uh, let's get country a little bit. John Osborne, her brother's Osborne, is 36 today. My long, but it ain't my fault. Come on, come on. No, it ain't my fault. Let's move on. Sheena Easton is 59 years old today. She this is crazy, man. Uh, she sang with Prince. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. You got the look. You got the look. She also went on to a uh, pretty good acting career. She did a lot of stuff in the 80s, a lot of movies and stuff. Like what? Uh, well, she was in Miami Vice. She was a regular character on the TV show. She was wow. Crockett's wife on the show. Oh, my God. Crockett's wife on Miami Vice? Mm-hmm. And she gets to sing with Prince. <laughs> she has like a mate. It's like the best life ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. 
This is going to make some people maybe feel a little old. Uh-oh. Katie Pearson is 70 years old today from the B-52. How old? She's 70. You're saying there's something wrong with that love shock? It's is, is 70? I don't think. You know what? My dad says, my dad is 71. He says, just because you get a little snow on the chimney doesn't mean there's not fire down below. Wow. Oh. This is a great karaoke song, by the way. Yeah. It's yeah. a love shack. Yeah. That's nuts. It is crazy. She is 70. She's the same age as my mother. Like, the love shack people are my mom's age now. <laughs> that is so disgusting. <laughs> Your mom's old. That's that's so rude, Tanner. Tanner we got you. a bunch of, I imagine, we got people from, you know, 10 to 89 who listen to this show? That's, That's our right. demographic. We're everybody. Yeah, all of I'm, them. I'm sorry, everybody, I disrespected. I'll gladly give you a hug if it'll make you feel better. Oh, write that down. We're gonna make. Uh, uh, t- uh, I think every Friday, all of us should go out and be required to hug a certain amount of old people. Okay. I love that. I hey, love it's, old people. Hu- how about we kick off on the show hugging old person Friday? Cy Robertson from Duck Dynasty is 70 years old today. What's up, Cy? What? Oh my I, gosh, what? I met his granddaughter on an airplane once. Are you kidding? She wasn't on the show, but she was off the show, and I met her. And you, met a, a very... you met a daughter of the dynasty? Yeah, Drew was actually sitting right behind me the whole time. It was crazy. Wow, is she pretty cool? Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. Hey, real quick. Casey Kasem, you guys, an idol of mine, was born on this day in 1932. You guys remember listening to uh, uh, the Weekly Top 40 with Casey Kasem. We actually discovered this audio. Whether we have kids or pets or neither, it's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. See, when you come out of those up-tempo numbers man it's impossible to make those transitions and then you got to go into somebody dying you know they do this to me all the time i don't know what the hell they do it for but god okay so anyway yeah (laughs) that's why today doesn't suck it happens live and now now m.i.t with aziz world famous what are you kidding me stories of the day Ladies and gentlemen, standing by with the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. But uh, reach out to me. Send me a message right now. Social has been awesome today. Eric, what's up, man? Angela, thank you so much for listening. And Tanner, how can people find me on Instagram to catch breaking What Are You Kidding Me stories? All they have to do is launch the app itself and search Follow Fits. And then they give you a follow and tap on your stories. Eric, I see you. What's up? Yes. (laughs) What's up, P1s? I'm going to take you out of outer space. Hotel, motel, holiday inn. Outer space inn. What? Outer space inn. I finished your song for you. <laughs> Good job, Drew. Way to leave me hanging, thanks. What, one more time? <laughs> no, thank you. Please. Come on. You said hotel, motel, holiday inn. I did outer space inn. So it works. There. So let's title the story Outer Space Inn. But I need you to sing it to set it up. Mm-hmm. Just say outer space. You do the first part and I'll do the end. Hotel, motel, outer space in. (laughs) Well, check it out. Do you want to see 16 sunrises in one day? Do you want to float in zero gravity? Be one of the few 
to have gazed upon our home planet from outer space, the Aurora Station will be the world's first luxury hotel in outer space. I love it. Check it out. Developed by this huge technology startup company, Orion Span. This is going to be happening in 2022. Hotel 2022? in space. Yeah. Wow, that's around the corner. That's yeah. really well, What are we going to call the hotel besides hotel space? That would be cool. Somebody should buy that right now. Well, buy it. The Millennium Falcon. Like hmm. Star Wars. No. Holiday Inn. Come on. Hey, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what are we going to name this hotel Motel in outer space? space. Motel 6? Uh, mo- <laughs> Motel 6 million? What's that mean? Like Motel 6, but... Like 6 million stars? 6 million. Because it's from the future. Nah, come on. Hilton. No, I'm going to be stuck on this for like the next minute or so. Let's think about one. Yeah, space. Asteroid, asteroid Inn. I like that. Asteroid Inn. What did they name the Jetsons little thing? Hotel. I never they? watched the Jetsons as a kid. Well, that, you know what? It sucks to be you. Let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? Speaking of space, this is the space edition of the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, Uranus. Using the huge telescope on Hawaii's Mauna Kea volcano, scientists discovered the world's most obvious space joke. Uranus smells like toots. The planet? It's true. Um, basically, the seventh planet from the sun does indeed smell like rotten eggs or toots. <laughs> Uranus, oh, man. Sm- Uranus smells like toots. So what? You're, let me let me cut through this. What's your what you're saying is that they determined that the atmosphere is methane. I don't know why you want to ruin the what are you kidding me story. Every single. <laughs> why can't you just say the title of the what are you kidding me story? Every single it, kid that is listening to this right like, now, yeah, Fitz! <laughs> is gonna like tell their teacher right when they get to school. That's right. Yep. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the what are you kidding me stories of the day breaking every single hour. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. First of all, some good stuff is it's Friday, and I appreciate that. Secondly, I, I noticed that uh, well, Drew has a smile on his face, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the south just went out and she got coffee, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, check this out, you guys. A 20-year-old guy in Georgia named Kieran Graham, he was adopted at three months old. And he always wondered who his real parents were. And then last year, his adoptive mother gave him an Ancestry.com DNA test as an early Christmas present. And he was actually able to track down his older brother. It turned out they lived 15 minutes apart. They were both students at the same college, even had the same major. They're both majoring in political science. His brother Vincent is nine years older than him remembers changing his diapers before their mom gave him up for adoption. And she was a single parent working 12-hour days as a nurse. So that's why she did it. And now Kieran has reconnected with her, found out that he has another brother named Christian who's 17 years old, hangs out with his brother once or twice a week right now. They go to the gym. They talk about school. Uh, And Ancestry.com found out about it and offered to send them to Africa to research their roots. Wow! So you're saying they both go to the same school right now? Absolutely, right now. Man, so they, they were right. They probably walked past each other constantly yeah. out in the quad all the time. See, um, 
Remember a couple of days ago, my little brother did, I guess it was 23 and Me, and mm-hmm. he found out all this stuff about our uh, our ancestry and our um, eth- ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Your heritage. My complete heritage. And it was it was crazy. I'm, I'm, you know what? Straight up Viking, though. Yeah. I encourage you to do it. You find out some crazy stuff about your DNA because your DNA, that is what tells you your story. Mm-hmm. And these amazing DNA analysis kits not only tell you about your heritage, but they even tell you about your health traits. What your not all of them. Some of them do. So, well, yeah, you're right. Not all of them do. Some people. Some people elect not to know certain things about. Right. I mean, y'all. There's some tests out there that'll pretty much tell you when you're going to go. I mean, and 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 this is probably what you're going to. What's going to cause you to go? Dang. I don't know. Uh, yeah, who wants that? Who wants? I, I guess some, like, pe- some people like, do. Some it's like people. The most depressing countdown ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right? if I could go on. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, here they are uh, talking about you know what it was like finding out after they they got these DNA results. It was an amazing experience, you know, uh, finally to get to reconnect with my brother after 20 years and seeing his face, you know, more mature, more older, and it was just an enlightening experience. So we found out that we both attend the same university. We found out that we have, both have the uh, same major and same minor as well. What's your what's your major? Political science. Political science. No, wh- that is crazy. What are yeah, the odds? That's a coincidence, yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. So Jimmy Fallon had the entire cast of The Avengers on, and he got them to perform The Avenger Bunch. <laughs> Here's the story of a playboy genius who was gearing up to form some sort of crew. One's a former Russian spy. A god of thunder. One fight in World War II. It's the story of a handsome Star-Lord, like the greatest to ever walk the Earth by far. And a Falcon, and a magic doctor, <laughs> Wakanda forever. All right, so th- that uh, is the cast of The Avengers, is that right? That's yeah. right. So y'all got to tell me, why is this such a big deal? Because Tanner the Millennial's been freaking out, and... Tanner's like, listen, Fitz, you got to come over, and uh, I would really like to watch all of the Avengers movies with you, starting from the beginning. Like, you're so excited about this, you want to go back to the beginning? Yeah, I want to go back and watch the first uh, Avengers movie that came out in 2011, and there's like, I think, 10 or 11 movies that came after that before this new movie that was just released. All right, now, by the way, we still have Ticket or Skip It coming up. and We will be talking about it. You're going to talk about it. Yeah. So we're not going to get too crazy deep into it, but... Since everybody is talking about Avengers right now, I mean, what is, what's the hook? Like, if, if, we're, if we're going back to the beginning and we're starting, why does everybody love this? What makes this whole series so great, the, the brilliant thing they did, Marvel Studios, is that all of the movies stood alone. For example, Captain America, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, the new Captain America movie, uh, The Hulk, Spider-Man. Uh, Thor, the next Thor movie, the Thor movie, that, Spider-Man, they all held their own... But what we realized as the picture, as more movies came out, we realized they were all puzzle pieces to the same movie. They were every mm-hmm. one of those was setting a piece but can for I this say, final movie. Can I say something? What? You guys do realize you are grown men, right? It doesn't matter, grown men. <laughs> you know, what people who say people who say that 
will, will are fine with you reading a book or they're fine with you watching some other type of movie. This is just storytelling. Just yeah, because it's- but I saw you guys like whenever you guys walked out of the movie. First of all, you're both FaceTiming me like. You just got a brand new BMX bike when you were 10 years old. Yeah, it and I'm felt like, that this good. Is, yeah, it, it felt that good. Are you good. kidding? And if you saw those movies, you would have those same facial expressions. So expression. you, you, you really, get invested. Okay. Here's why I'm not going to you know, completely count this out. Because I remember remember that one particular show you're wanting me to binge watch and start. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God. It, it, was, it was a show called Game of Thrones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, you resisted for so long. Like, oh, dragons and swords and wizards. Yeah. I don't give a crap about that right, stuff. Right, right. Are you are you gonna? But try you know what? Out? Now I love Game of Thrones and I love Mother of Dragons. Yeah, it changed your life. It changed my life. So you're saying if I start with Avengers, what, what's the first Avengers called? Well, you got to watch Captain America: The First oh Avenger. God, man, I'm a grown man, and you're telling me I got to watch Captain America. It's yeah, a it feels a little fantastic silly. Fantastic movie. It's so good. Trust me, you would adore it. Okay. Hey, real quick, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. If it's good, hang on. Let me bring up my. Social media pod here on my board. If it's good, wherever you are right now, uh, send me a message on, on Facebook or Instagram. Just search follow fits. Those two words. Search those two words. Follow fits. And we'll see. Okay. John says awesome. Melissa, unbelievable. Thank you. Heck yes, fits. Sorry, April. I can't say that word on the radio, but I, hey. you, you've encouraged me to go see it. Okay. I'll go see it. See, it's getting pretty crazy. All right. Just search follow fits on your social media. You'll have uh, no problem finding fans. I, I predict this movie will make a billion dollars yeah. in the box office. No kidding. With a B. A it's, billion. It's mm-hmm. my favorite Avengers movie that I've ever seen. All right, so I guess we're going to go a little more in-depth on it uh, later on the show with Ticket or Skip It, okay? That's right. Welcome to The Fit Show. Fitz Happens Live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit Happens Live. Now back to The Fit Show. So let's kick it. Fitz Happens Live. Live. Where's that coffee? Where's that Starbucks? Some people say that I do have a, a addiction to venti skinny blonde vanilla lattes from Starbucks. I do like to have several a day. Mm-hmm. You're definitely addicted. You yeah. think so? Because yeah, you get but I'm antsy ready to... when you don't have one at a certain time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so my wife's like, "Listen, I'm gonna go get coffee. I'll be right back." So yeah. maybe. All right. So anyway, what's up? It's Friday. Say what's up to us right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You can find me on Facebook. Just do a search of Follow Fits. I'm actually, uh, you guys remember back in the day, once upon a time, if you were going to date a person, you'd probably meet them in person first. Oh, for sure. Right? But, uh, you, I disagree with that, but. Other than maybe people writing well, for you, letters in World War II. <laughs> yeah, you meet them in person. You go on a date. Now, you, 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 I, it, when it comes to the date, and I wouldn't know I'm, I'm married and stuff, so I've been out of that game for a minute or two. But now you meet someone on online, mm-hmm. and it's probably a lot easier to pretend that you're single when you're not. Ooh. Oh, so a couple of my buddies in college got in trouble with this when they had a Tinder account, and their girlfriends found out about it. What do you mean? What Be- were the guys doing? Ch- hooking up with uh, ladies? Yeah, they were just People? trying to find ladies or talk to ladies on okay. Tinder, and then one of their girlfriends. What their friends, honey? Then their honey got in the account. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but then she found them with their Twitter account, with her Twitter or tweet. What no, you Tinder. Call it? Tinder. Account. No, then he he fa- <laughs> no, then he found her Tinder account. Yeah, that's how we're right. Out. I hope they matched. <laughs> that is crazy. I knew a guy who was recently married who, right after pretty close, they got married, found out. That his wife had a Tinder account. <gasps> yeah, wow. that's basically that's crazy. Cheating. Well, that's I'm sure I'm sure that's a tough one. I, I think I think they're have resolved it and stuff. But you know, I think it will be important to help people who who are in that online dating world 
to help them figure out if their date is married or not. Here, give me, go ahead. Yes, thank you. Because you know there's going to be a lot of Tinder dates this yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for example, if he won't show his face, if you met online, be suspicious of profiles without photos or with unrecognizable ones. Well, I hope you wouldn't be talking to someone that they don't have a picture of themselves. It on happens the all the time. Think about it. So really? Yeah. I've never swiped right on one of those people. Uh, uh, what about if it's like, <laughs> well, or what about if they show their profile, but they're like, oh, I'm not going to send another picture yet. Wait till I meet you. Yeah. Okay. Also, if uh, uh, if they're a total mystery, you know, cheaters are often very mysterious. You'll learn little in your conversations. Your date will steer the conversation towards talking about you or will tell you how boring they are. Ooh, see, now that's, that's a tricky one because most dating advice tells men to let the woman talk about themselves or guide the conversation back to themselves. So if right. a guy's doing that, a girl might just be flattered by it, but really he's covering up the fact that he can't tell his truth. Or he's just a cheater. Yeah. Another sign they're cheating. A cheater is very unlikely to, uh, to bring you home. In fact, he or she always seems to choose activities and restaurants that are nowhere near where he or she lives or works. Uh-oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Cross See? down. Because they got Cross the honey the at home. Uh, what was it? They have the honey at home. Yeah. <laughs> they can't bring you back to the. Or maybe they're going out and getting some honey. <laughs> yeah, the honey wasn't sweet at home. Because what they got at home was butter. <laughs> also, if you plan on going on a, uh, a date with someone this weekend that you met online, look for inconsistencies. Like, if you're supposedly single date, uh, driving a family-friendly minivan, you know, if he suddenly pulls up mm-hmm. in this huge minivan, oh, no! You can't explain why he's got the car seats in there. Yeah, Isn't the classic looking for, uh, if there's no wedding ring, then looking for the tan line from where the wedding yeah. ring was 100%. an hour ago? Yeah. Fitz happens live. Now back to the Fitz Show. He's funny. So I think he's a cool guy. Fitz happens live. Live. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Friday. My name is Fitz. Thank you so much for checking us out right now. If you're around, hit me up on uh, Facebook. Send me a message, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Um, big, big uh, story right now all across social media is the story about the Golden State Killer. Tanner, I think we, we have audio. Find this audio for me. It's the, uh, the Golden State Killer. Apparently, this guy has finally been identified. And... He's My 73. wife is, huh? He's 73 now. He is 73 years old. Um, real quick, tell me what you know about uh, you know not only this guy but the story of of this crazy dude. Drew might be better at telling the entire. Maybe, yeah, maybe putting well, it down in, in condensed terms, because I'm not very good at that. The broad strokes are that this guy's responsible for, I think, up to 50 rapes and several murders uh, taking place from the 70s up until, I think, about I think 86. it was 76 to 86. 86 was when he stopped being active. And police had a lot of leads. They they exhaustively Over. researched the case forever, but never solved it. It was an unsolved, one of the largest unsolved murder and rape cases in California history. And so it turns out this guy used to be a police officer. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And not only that, but there, there's this really kind of weird thing that's happened because the whole case got reignited whenever this writer, this journalist, Michelle McNamara, and uh, she is deceased now, so um, someone else finished her book, but it recently came out. And it she's the one who coined the name Golden State Killer. She's the one who called him that. Here is um, her husband, Patton, reading the, uh, the chilling part of, of, of this book about the case. One day soon, you'll hear a car pull up to your curb, an engine cut out. You'll hear footsteps coming up your front walk, 
like they did for Edward Wayne Edwards 29 years after he killed Timothy Hack and Kelly Drew in Sullivan, Wisconsin, like they did for Kenneth Lee Hicks 30 years after he killed Laura Billingsley in Aloha, Oregon. The doorbell Wait. rings. Wait. No side gates are left open. You're long past leaping over a fence. Take one of your hyper-gulping breaths. Clench your teeth. Inch timidly toward the insistent bell. This is how it ends for you. You'll be silent forever and I'll be gone in the dark, you threatened a victim once. Open the door. Show us your face. Walk into the light. That's right. And that's what he did today. That's so, it. Now tell, now and tell walk me what that into means. the light. What, what, what did we just hear? Well, what she's talking about is just basically he was always covered by a ski mask and he was always in the dark. You know, he no one ever saw his face. So basically, she's just using a metaphor. You know, mm-hmm. it's time to come out into the light and show everyone who you are. And the victims yeah. who, who who survived it described his gulping breaths. He was he would breathe really heavily on them. But for people who may recognize that voice but not know who it is, that's the the husband of the author who wrote the book and passed away. But it's Patton Oswalt, who's a comedic actor and comedian. And right. You know him from right now. He's on a show called AP Bio, uh, but he's been around the comedy scene forever. So it's sort of a weird. It all it's a, kind it's of a ties together in a strange way. And again, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about this Golden State killer who has apparently been uh, identified through DNA to that, four cases. Four cases so far. Yes, to four so far. And and once again, tell me again what this book uh, had to do with it. She One more time. Re- the amount of research she. Did to put this book together basically closed some of the loops and enabled prosecutors and, and detectives to close in on this guy and find him. Now it's wow. very important. Literally, it was a profile. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's very important to say that that prosecutors and, and police and every, they have never credited a journalist for ever helping them solve a crime. But even Patton Oswalt came out and said, "Look, I mean, wow. you can't deny it. I mean, the, the, the timing is just right on." Real quick, what's the name of this book? It's called uh, "I'll Be Gone in the Dark: One Woman's Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer." Oh my God! Real funny. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, you better get ready. A lot of uh, ridiculous, cheap, uh, and trashy gossip on the way with The Fit's files. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah. Drew standing by with the Friday reality check. We talked about this on the last reality check, but I wanted to do it again. Okay. Um, Bill Cosby was basically found guilty of all three charges wow. yesterday in, in a uh, Pennsylvania courthouse. Uh, these are the Andrea Constrand charges, so three separate charges about um, his involvement with her, about drugging and sexually assaulting her. Uh, he can face up to 30 years for these three charges. Each one carries a minimum of 10 years. Um, there was some drama in the courtroom over his bail uh the prosecutor asked to have it revoked um his attorney fought to have it uh you know to, to maintain his million dollars in and bail. also uh tell me what happened when i guess one of the attorneys said uh judge we think that mr cosby is going to be a flight risk we, we we you know he's got access to a plane we think he's going to try to leave the country and what happened after that yeah apparently uh cosby spoke up and shouted across the courtroom calling the guy and you know a bad name and saying i don't Ooh. have a plane you blah blah you know and uh he's scared isn't he yeah, he's the, scared, yeah, isn't that, he? That's yeah. bad. That's yeah. bad. The judge shut that down right away. He did maintain the million dollars bail. Of course, they're going to appeal the decision. Okay, keep us updated on that. I will. Uh, so, do you all remember who Otto Warmbier is? 
Wait, is that is that the guy who uh, was basically held in North Korea and then they sent him back? He had all these unbelievable health problems and he died, right? Yeah, the 22-year-old college student uh, had gone to North Korea on a tour. He was returned last June after 17 months in, cap- in captivity there. He was arrested for stealing a poster or something. It was a big uh, issue between our two countries. Well, his parents have filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the government of North Korea. They filed it yesterday in a D.C. court. Uh, I'm not really sure how that works. They used very strong language in the filing about how the state uh, brutally uh, tortured and assaulted him. They, they claim they held them for political reasons mm-hmm. and so on. A Torture. Lot of, a lot of critics are yeah. saying... This is really bad timing as we're right on the brink of denuclearization talks with North Korea. Something like this could break those talks down, could throw a wrench into the works. But let me parents say, are not backing down. Well, let me say this. I mean, what if that was your kid? Yeah. Absolutely. What would you do? Yeah. I mean, he, I do, he, he came back tortured and he died your, of those injuries. Right. If that was your child, I'd be suing a government and doing whatever I could do. Is I mean, yeah. uh, regardless of any political situation, I'm like that. I mean, that's my child, right? I think people um, are mad, are, are worried because they, I believe, they refer to his regime as a criminal regime yeah. in, in the filing, right, and they're right. worried about certain language like that upsetting uh, Kim Jong Un and his people. Uh, the Chicago Sun Times is struggling, like all newspapers right now are struggling. The 174 year old publication uh, is desperate for subscribers. They're desperate. They're trying to move people over to a digital service that they've been getting for free. Well, on Monday, they made a big statement by printing the front page of the newspaper blank. What? Wow. Just they printed a blank page, wow. just a white sheet of paper, yeah. and it was meant to draw people's attention to the fact that they aren't getting readers right now. It's a, it's kind of a plea to their readers, if you want this paper, if you like this paper, very, please support us and subscribe. It's a you know, interesting just, way of doing it. Well, yeah, just last Sunday, though, I called my dad, and it was uh, Sunday. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm reading the Sunday paper. He goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm reading the Sunday iPad. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the problem, is that generation <laughs> yeah. who are so attached to their papers are dying out. Yeah, all right. What do you mean by that? I mean, the, they're, they're aging old. out. They're yeah. aging out. That's better. Thank you. All right. There you go. That's the Friday reality check. Now. It's the Fit Show. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Welcome to Friday. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Everybody good? You're looking good? Y'all feeling good? Feeling like Friday. Yes. Yeah. Some of you are, are I, looking good. Some of you aren't looking that good. Hopefully, feel you're, feeling, like hopefully you're feeling good. I feel like I don't look good or feel good. Well, <laughs> well that's got to change. Let's change yeah. it. Because I'm going to tell you something that's trending right now is Star Wars. They just announced a brand new Star Wars animated series. Have you heard about this? Yeah, they've done an animated series before, but they're going to make a new kind of uh, TV series about it. Then why is it trending? Why is everybody talking about it? Well, I mean... Because this is the new era of Star Wars, so now they're telling the new version. Because remember when Disney bought Star Wars, they they sort of reset the entire timeline. Okay. So now this stuff tells the greater part of the story. Thank you so much for explaining that, because I it's still confusing. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. We're talking about about Star Wars. No big deal. Animated Star Wars. I was already out on animated... (laughs) We're, we're just talking about cartoon Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my wife is hanging and chilling with us. Hope you don't mind. You know, we're that husband and wife uh, people chatting on the radio. We're that <laughs> duo. Uh, so anyway, thanks for hanging out with us and just coming in and playing on the radio with us. Yes, I love. I love it. It's good times. Uh, what, what you got for us? 
Okay, so the good. I'm super pumped about this. Um, Nickelodeon is reviving Double Dare. Do you remember what? that show? Well, that's the greatest show with ever. Mark Summers. Yes. yes. I well, remember when it started because yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the show is. Oh my oh, gosh. Double Dare. They had like the kids. It's, it's kind of like, like the kids' version of Fear Factor. Oh, well, kind of, except that it does have some trivia in it and okay. some physical challenges that you have to do. Is this the show with the slime? No. Kind of. You, you do yeah, get slimed. Slime. There is yeah. slime. I but hope it's they bring not, back the one where you got to pick the not, giant nose. It's Remember not that? you can't do that on television. Uh, yes. I was going to say, that please don't con- confuse yeah. that with you can't do that on television. Anyway, do we have a promo for that? Yeah. yeah. Who invented the telephone? How often is a leap year? What do hobbits like to eat most of all? We dare them. Double dare them. Physical challenge. Oh my god, the physical challenge is back! So you guys are all excited about this, yeah, but dude. you're not excited about an animated Star Wars? No, this, this is, is like, what's wrong this is like my childhood. To us, this is like Full House coming back. Yes! It's we all know ex- how that okay. went. Yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> it's that exciting. All right, Bethany, what else is going on? Hey, you know what? Fuller House is doing quite well on Netflix. Thank you very it much. It really it's is. It's awful. Yeah, it's doing because very you well. Because you don't value what Full House uh, uh, brought to a generation. Man, I do. I grew up watching Full House on Nick and Knight. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the, the paperboy, paper the evening TV. That's right, man. What's up, Uncle Jesse? All right, go ahead. Okay, so the bad. We're talking about Blake Shelton here. Uh-oh, All yeah. right. Now, Blake Shelton posted a tweet about taking the high road and, quote, karma. And everyone believes it's a subtle dig at Miss Miranda Lambert. What we're talking about about? is Miranda is dating Evan Felker of the Turnpike Troubadours. One problem. He's married. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, so this is what Blake said, okay? Yeah, here we go. Been taking the high road for a long time. I almost gave up, but I can finally see something on the horizon up there. Wait, could it be? Yep, it's karma. Hmm. I don't know what that really means. Uh, she's see, not well, the person that was. If he was cheated on in the relationship by her, then it seems like karma would be her getting cheated on. Nobody knows. But yeah, no nobody one really knows. knows what went down. So no one oh, knows. Oh, unless unless he's saying it's karmic re- retribution because now she's with the guy who's married. Like she was married when she cheated. If that's what he's saying, and now she's the other woman. Maybe. Oh my god, I'm Maybe. gonna be. Um, my mind's gonna be blown all weekend because of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bethy, what else is going on? The gossip. Remember Charlie Rose. He was that news go- one of those really old news guys, and he was taken down by the Me Too movement. And he's looking for redemption now. He's actually shopping a show around where he interviews other guys who got caught mistreating women like Matt Lauer and Louis C.K. and oh all that kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't think that's a good this idea. seems like a really dangerous move. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. There you go. They got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Yeah. The legendary Fitz. Happens live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from sixty six through seventy two with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute.
We are the show that does the troop salute. And believe it or not, this Friday and this weekend was brought to you by the proud men and women who serve our nation. And today, our troop salute is very unique because we're saluting a United States Marine who is one of the most recognizable Marines to ever wear the uniform. I also need to mention Drew over there. He's a United States Marine. What's up, Drew? That's right. And today, we salute Gunnery Sergeant R. Lee Ermey of the United States Marine Corps. Gunny, as he liked to be called, became the Marines in the eyes of the American public when he stepped into the role of Gunnery Sergeant Hartman in the 1987 Stanley Kubrick film Full Metal Jacket. R. Lee started life on a Kansas farm in 1944 along with five brothers. And in 1958, the 14-year-old Ermey moved with his family to a small town in Washington State. And it was there that a restless young Ermey got into repeated scraps with the local law on his second trip to the judge for criminal mischief, R. Lee was offered jail time, or the chance to enlist in the military. He chose to enlist. At 17 years old, R. Lee Ermey enlisted in the Marine Corps and headed off to boot camp at Marine Corps Recruit Depot San Diego. And after boot camp, he served in the aviation support field until he was assigned back to MCRD as a drill instructor from 1965 to 1967. He's the real deal. What is MCRD? Uh, Marine Corps Recruit Depot. Okay. After his stint as a drill instructor, then Sergeant Ermey was stationed in Okinawa, Japan in support of MWSG-17, and he was sent to Vietnam in 1968, where he spent 14 months in the country. He was promoted to Staff Sergeant during his time in Okinawa, and in 1972, Staff Sergeant Ermey was medically discharged as a result of numerous injuries that he had sustained. Instead of returning to the States, Ermey moved to the Philippines where he attended the University of Manila on the GI Bill. And ironically, it was in the Philippines that Ermey came into contact with Hollywood when he was cast in a minor role as a helicopter pilot and technical advisor to Francis Ford Coppola on the movie Apocalypse Now, which was filmed in the region. After more small military roles in movies, R. Lee Ermey changed the movie world forever when he was hired as technical advisor to Stanley Kubrick's film Full Metal Jacket. When Kubrick saw Ermey's instructional tape on how to act like a drill instructor, in which he went on an extended tirade towards several extras, he knew that no one else could play the role of Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. It had to be him. R. Lee Ermey was granted the honorary rank of Gunnery Sergeant by the commander of the Marine Corps General James L. Jones in 2002. And it was on April 15th, 2018, at the age of 74, Gunnery Sergeant R. Lee Ermey passed away from complications related to pneumonia in a Santa Monica hospital. And uh, he's going to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery outside of D.C. Wow, that is a life. Uh-huh. Today we salute Gunnery Sergeant R. Lee Ermey of the United States Marine Corps. We live in the land of the free because of the brave, and if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, you could message me right now, facebook.com slash follow fits. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, on Fridays, I'm extremely busy receiving what-are-you-kidding-me stories for my embedded what-are-you-kidding-me field correspondence. That's right. When you live in your community, you're embedded. This stuff happens all around you. And if you send us the stories, your story might make it onto the what-are-you-kidding-me stories. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, man, we've been throwing out some unbelievable information. Let me take you out of the Lone Star State. Fajita will get you 50. This is a special what-are-you-kidding-me follow-up. 
You guys remember that guy who uh, who stole some fajitas? Uh, he stole actually 1.2 million bucks. Oh yeah, worth yes. to be exact of yeah. fajitas. I 50 years in prison. Wow! He stole 1.2 million dollars worth of fajitas. That's a felony. Yeah, I heard anything over five hundred dollars is a felony. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, never mind. Uh, this grand fajita larceny. You aren't a reporter of the details. <laughs> I was going to ask yeah. for some details. Well, what but. else? You okay? He later admitted to stealing and reselling the uh, the meat over several years. He said, "Listen, I know it was selfish. I started small, and I get, it just got bigger. It got out of control. The meat was uh, taken over my body." So at some point, he was selling meat to people, stolen meat that was years old. This yeah. guy is like the Breaking Bad of fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> My God, he is. He's the Mr. Bad of fajitas. He's Walter Taco. <laughs> oh, why did I say Mr. Bad? I'm not sure. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> he is Walter White Taco. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the district attorney asked uh, uh, for the 50-year sentence. The maximum. To, Dang. Yeah, send a strong message. Yeah. Don't you mess, mess with, with hands up our tacos. You mess with the meat. We're going to take you off the street. <laughs> <laughs> that applies to more, uh, uh, you know, cases than, than just Than one. just fajitas. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of the great state of Ohio, all the old swap and go. A woman in Ohio was, uh, she was pretty sure that she was going to fail a, a drug test last year, so she used somebody else's urine, but uh, it wound up testing positive. Hey. <laughs> That's what you get. You hey, you creep, you said this was clean. <laughs> what kind of a friend are you? I want my ten bucks back. <laughs> you think they're still friends? No, she was in court this week, just sentenced to 18 months in prison. Oh, Wait, the girl who gonna... had the test or the girl who Now you're asking the about the details. <laughs> you got he me is there. not responsible for the details. <laughs> yes, the woman who used her friends, TT. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Her friends should be locked up, too. Well, I don't think she was on probation. <laughs> let's, let's, let's send out the search party. All right, let's I mean, do my it. God, the way you want, want it to go, do you want me to give her name right now so the police can get her, too? I mean, yeah. Hey, hey my... <laughs> I need these details, fits. It is something to think about. But yeah. anyway, there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Every day, Fitz happens. Wherever you are right now, uh, if you're at home, maybe you're at work checking us out in the car, maybe you're listening on the app, make sure you're a P1. And you're going to hear us on the show all the time talking about our P1s. And um, P1s are our listeners who have actually set this show as the number one button on their preset, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. all it takes to be a P1. It means you've locked us in, you've dedicated. Right. This is your show, and we're dedicated to providing you that show. So it's a real love, love thing we got going on here. It's so much love, love that we've actually uh, written a song about it. We dedicate it to you. You know that it's true. We love to see you smile. It makes us smile for a while. We do this show for you. We want to entertain. You're the P1 since D1. This love affair has just begun. Yeah. Continue the chorus. Oh. Oh. You're You're a P1 from D1. This is your part, man. Oh, I thought I was still doing the chorus. The love, what was the the lyric? The love affair beginning one. Has begun. 
Olumba Fair has begun. It's a, it's a working You're time. You're a P1, P1 since day one. Because of you in number one. You're changing the words. Yeah, how can we keep track I'm of it? I'm continuing the chorus. Our love affair has just begun. Then, because of you, believe- we're number one. I didn't I get not that believe memo. this is a break. <laughs> what? Are you ready for the movies, Drew? I think it'd be really cool if we talked about movies All right, now. ladies and gentlemen, so every single Friday, that's what we do. We talk about the movies coming up for the weekend with Ticket or Skip It. And Drew is standing by. All right, movie number one. Is it really only one movie this weekend? There is one and only one movie because nobody wants to go up against Avengers Infinity War. I will. This is... <laughs> Me too, woman! This is the Avengers culmination Bethany. <laughs> of about 10 years worth of Avengers movies. A little shy of that, but all of the movies yeah. have led to this. So not only is this a big turning point in the Marvel Universe, but it also defines the way Marvel movies are going to go forward from here. So every Marvel movie that comes out after this is, is dealing with the effects of this movie. But it's super long. It is over two and a half hours it's long. It's two hours and 40 minutes long. Yeah, it is. We happen to That's know that. That's a long we to know that time to be watching some superheroes. You know what my wife said to me? She's like, can you believe it? These two grown men going out and freaking out about Avengers like they are. That's not exactly what I said. I said, I go, who goes and watches a superhero movie for two hours and 40 minutes? And actually, they you go. They raving about it. Millions of people you do. Go, are going You to. said, those two do. Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend says the same thing. She's like, oh, are you seeing your nerd movie today? But Drew, Drew's lucky t- I didn't wear my cape. Now you got <laughs> I took Tanner. Now you got to tell me something because you said that something is so unbelievable uh, in this movie that it's going to shock people. Yeah, so I give a massive kudos to Marvel Studios for they basically threw out the rule book of movie making like the the I mean, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but they threw out the old, you know, the the scene gets crazy at the third act, and then it all gets resolved, and everything wraps up, and the good guys win, and everything's cool at the end of the movie. You know, the kind of the Hollywood movie system. Okay, okay. They threw that book out, and they went their whole own direction. They went for it 100%, and they didn't hold back. What you're saying is they kind of went for some shock and awe. Yeah, I mean, they did not hold anything back, and you will, when the lights come up in this movie, the theater is silent. People oh! could not believe what they just saw. Oh! Thank you, Drew. So yeah. do you walk out angry? You walked out a little confused, maybe a little. It's a, it's a Some roller coaster. Some people could emotional. be angry. Yeah. Then. All right. Absolutely. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the name of the movie: Avengers: Infinity War. Ticket or skip it. Ticket. My prediction: billion dollars in about ninety-five days. That's a big prediction. Yeah. A billion dollars. Mm-hmm. All right. Make sure to follow Drew on his Instagram app, Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. It happens live. Hang on, are we hot right now? I know, I'm a little bit late. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Actually, I should say that to myself. <laughs> Good to be back. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Fitz, and uh, that's Drew. There's Tanner. Got to say what's up to Bethany, the mouth from the south. And if you could, real quick, um, hit us up on our Facebook page. Facebook has been going crazy. Hang on, let me pull up uh, our social media pod on the board real quick. So just go to Facebook uh, or Instagram. Just search two words. Follow Fitz. Again, those two words, follow Fitz, and uh, send me a message right now. Show me uh, your Friday feeling if you want to post some photos. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Friday feeling? What's up, Bar- Barry? Or ba- What's up, Barry? Hello, Shelly. Thank you so much. P1 since D1. Again, just uh, anywhere on social media. Just search follow Fitz. And on Fridays, 
and on Tuesdays. We might have to shorten it to just one day a week because for some reason, what people been hating the battle rap. Have you noticed that a lot I, of hate? I have, and I'm about to start mm. battle rapping people in their DMs if they don't leave me alone. No. Oh, tell me, that would be a good idea. Tell me what no, you're actually, experiencing. You battle rap. Every time the, we do a survey, the haters. Like, well, every time we do a survey, like on Instagram, um. It always says they hate the battle rap, and it hurts my heart. I do think the numbers are coming up a little bit. They're edging so? up. Yeah, I really believe in it, Tanner. I believe in it, too. Do you believe so it, does do, Vanilla Bean. Well, the question is, do we need to believe in it twice a week or once a week for right now to let people <laughs> you know, take some time to believe? I still like it twice a week, but maybe we should maybe we should put a poll on. Yes, and see if we do once, it once or twice a week or eliminate. I'm about to start battle rapping Drew here in a second if he no, what about talking this? like that. Battle rap, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Once a week, twice a week, or eliminate. <laughs> Dang, man. Hey, come on. No. I feel like I'm on the chopping block. Do you need something funky fresh right now? I need something funky right. fresh because I am calling out the University of Utah Uh-oh. because they established a crying room in their libraries. And you're mad that they made a, a crying room? Yeah, it's making us millennials look bad. No, what do you mean? And this is a room where what? People go in and they, what do you mean? They cry? They cry. They have like stuffed animals. It's a place where you can just, just when you're when you're stressed out. Yeah, it's just yeah. A gross place with public stuffed animals. You know, That's college gross. like welcome to adulthood. Yeah. Your stuffed right. animal in the closet. Tanner the millennial, he's about to convert to uh, uh, his alter ego, Vanilla Bean, and he's going after the cry room. Yes. All right, at University of Utah. It's the cry closet. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. University of Utah. What's up with you? A crying closet? That's not cool. You of you. Millennials look bad. Then you do that? Man, that's whack. It's not about the tissue. Here is the real issue. What happened? Oh! To the backbone? Oh, heck no. Now I have to snuggle with my pillow. My pillow. Come on, swoops. Y'all gotta be troops. College is a grind, don't lose your mind. A cry closet? To cry all day? Man, go to class and try to get paid. Vanilla Bean is calling you out. Come on, you of you. Let's get proud. Really? A crying room? This is insane. My mom called me. She said it's really lame. Do you have stuffed animals? And a mini fridge filled with animals? That's the yogurt. <laughs> there was Gen X, then Generation Y. What? Y'all are making us look like Generation Cry. Really? A room to let it out, a room to cry. What's next? A room to make pie. I should ask Bill Nye, what he do? Y'all need some help? I'll leave a bad review on Yelp. <laughs> I thought that ended like three different times. <laughs> Are we not going to do it? Do what? We're supposed to do it. Do what? The. Oh! oh yeah. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Friday, April 27th, 2018, and wherever you are, what's up? P1s, thank you for being here at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Let us know uh, what you picked up from today's show. Here's what I got. I learned that um, at University of Utah, 
there's a brand new cry closet in the <laughs> library, and apparently students there who are stressed out, you, you could pop into the closet to cuddle, and uh, there's even stuffed animals to, to cry with, and, and good uh, like Beanie Babies. It's just I, mean, I don't know what gross. kind of stuff. All animals. I think about is just germs. Yeah. I mean, it's just Ugh. a bacteria. It's I don't know. Just I think germs. it might be a great place to meet people. No, it's pe- it's where people <laughs> wipe their boogers. Uh, people need to cry oh, together. Like the They're crying snot, snot oh, face. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. Hey, Drew, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned that Bethany is like the source for serial killer info. Wow, um, yeah. I, when I was researching the Golden Scary. State Killer, she's like, uh, here's what you need to do. And so she told us all about the Golden State Killer today. I am kind of creepily into check those out, cold yeah, things. Check out what Bethany was talking about, too. Go back on today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast at followfits.com and... You hear some pretty interesting stuff. Tanner the Millennial, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned that a bunch of people are trying to build a hotel in space That's right. by 2022. Yeah. What are we going to call it? Uh, the Marriott? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hilton Horizons? The Marriott. All, you know, on this side of the moon. The Astro. <laughs> I mean, we got to think of a name yeah. for this hotel. All right. And what about you, Bethany? What have we learned today? Well, I learned that apparently there are people that want to go see a two-hour and 40-minute long movie about superheroes. Heck yeah, they do. Because oh, yeah. Drew is saying that he yeah. thinks it's going to be a billion dollars. I'm not saying it won't be. I'm just saying. Mm. I, I just can't I can't imagine. My butt would be numb. You're a superhero hater. Yeah. I'm not a hater. I'm not. But I just, I, I don't think I could sit through two and... Wait, oh. wait. I got it. <laughs> I got the name of the hotel. What is it? What, what you got? Oh. The Lunar Lodge. Yeah! There you go. What? Trade Welcome to the Lunar Lodge. Please buckle your safety belt and attack, attach your oxygen masks. All right. Anyway, sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> Have a great Friday. And we'll see you Monday. Hopefully. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! the end of today's professional broadcast of the fit show did you miss some of the show today no worries for all things fits and to check out today's pab the podcast after the broadcast just go to followfits.com